Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. But hey, speaking of gyms, throwing gyms, we got the World Series. And you know what that means. We got to bring a little bit inside the, the park in and get some elements with Hank. Uh, Washington's come out and beat two Cy Young contenders right off the bat down in Houston. You know, uh, and then we turn around. You know, uh, Washington hasn't had a uh, World Series game since the Senators. Way back, I think, with 1931. Uh, you know, I've watched more baseball this year. I think I probably have in the in the past five or six years uh, here in the past month. And so uh, the game has been interesting. Uh, Hank, I just want to give your observations of what we've seen so far um, here in the World Series. Listen, you know, the one thing is Washington kind of fell under the radar this year. You know, after the, they, they, they got off to a horrific start. Okay, and I, for one, on one of the podcasts earlier in the year, I had buried them. And they started to play some of the best baseball throughout the rest of the year. In fact, they had the best record in baseball, I think, after after May. They just they just went nuts, okay? It looked like they were, again, it looked like they, they, were, they were dead and buried. Then they took off and then just went, went crazy, okay, started playing some great baseball. The Astros, we know. You know, it, it it just didn't appear that the Astros, that anybody was going to be able to hang with the Astros because of that rotation, that that starting pitching rotation. When you, you know, you you look you look at you got Verlander, you got Garrick, you got you know, um, uh, Granky last night. You know, to, to to basically save the season. You know, uh, this is this is this is going to be one of those those series, like you said. But you got to look at the Nationals. The Nationals, you know, they got a gift by your Brewers. You know, in the in the uh, wild card game, in which you know they 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 should have lost that game, but the right fielder for the Brewers made that blunder, cost them the, cost them that one game. Then they went out and um, they did the they did the unthinkable. Okay, they did the unthinkable by being the mighty Dodgers. All right, which makes it, which which is another story of what's going on with, with them. But now they get out here and they're in the World Series. Now obviously the fans is all jacked up. This is the first time, you know, getting to the World Series, like you said, since the days of the Senators. But they're going against this mighty Astro team, and then they put a whooping on them down in Houston. And let me tell you that it wasn't a fluke. Okay, it wasn't a fluke at all. Gary Wood was 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 pitching his was pitching lights out, but you know Max Scherzer. You know, another Detroit Tiger picture, <laughs> ex-Detroit Tiger picture, should I say? You know, he held him in there. Max had a he just he just had would you just uh, just a beast sort of start because Houston hitters, you know, are very disciplined hitters. Uh, they and, and they they had Max going well over 100 pitches way before he wanted to, but they could not get to that that bullpen in time, and they win they they steal game one, four to three. Okay. Then they come back in game two, and they just absolutely blitzkrieg, you know, Justin Verlander and their pitching staff, you know. And, I mean, they, they are, they've got a very relentless offense, and I would say very underrated offense because when you look at teams like the Yankees, look at teams like Houston, look at teams like the Dodgers, the uh, Nationals were overlooked. And like I said, the performance yesterday, say 
series, I think, for, for Houston. You go down 3-0, and oh, it was pretty much done, in my opinion. But this is not over yet, okay? The thing is about the Astros, they are a relentless team, okay? And they're going to keep coming at you. I fully expect this thing to go back to Houston Tide. I, I really do, because that, that's the kind of resolve that the Astros have. Um, I still think the Astros are going to win this series. I picked them to win the series, you know, from the start because of their starting pitching. Um, and now they've got a chance to see what the Nationals got to offer. But this, this is going to be a very exciting series. I, by under no circumstances are the, are, are the Nationals going away. I expect this now to go seven games because this this is this is a heavyweight fight. I don't think that we really anticipated on the baseball side. We thought we was going to probably see the classics, the Dodgers, and maybe the Yankees. You know, which everybody would have loved to see. I know TV would have loved to see that. You know, or you would like to see the Yankees and the Washington, or the Astros and 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 the Dodgers again. You know, this is not one that everybody anticipated, but this got this really has all the makings of being a very exciting series. Again, Washington has shown they have a very potent offense, and we know about the starting pitching of um, the Houston Astros. And we also know about Altuve. We know about Springer and all those guys that be that, that hit those those. Um, Mammoth shots, you know, right right at clutch time, just as Altuve did to eliminate the Yankees. So this is going to be a fun series. Uh, it's been one that I've been watching, too, you know, with the same game, too, because that really was a wipeout real early. But this is going to be something that, you know, it's going to be exciting baseball. And, uh, and you uh, it cracked me up about the Tiger thing, because uh, Jeff Seidel uh, wrote an article on October 22nd, World Series will be painful uh, to watch for Detroit Tigers fans with Anibal Sanchez, uh, exactly, uh, uh, Verlander, <laughs> uh, 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 and Max Scherzer. And Max Scherzer. So I mean, you just you, when you think about what the Tigers had and what they had going, and, and you see that you know basically the, the Tigers, you know, were doing what the the, the Astros were doing, you know, in the in the North, uh, but couldn't finish the deal. So. You know, let me, it's funny you brought that up because I did a little research before the show, and let me just tell you that in the last two years, the last two years, uh, ex-Detroit Tigers players have been, you know, integral parts in other teams um, getting getting uh, playoff pushes and playoff bounces. I want you. I, I don't want uh, folks out there to forget that just last season. The World Series champion, the Boston Red Sox, had two ex-Tigers on him, and Rick Porcello, who ended up being, oh, by the way, a Cy Young Award winner, and they also had J.D. Martinez, okay, um, on, on that team. They won a World Championship last year. We know about Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, and we know now Anibal Sanchez has resurrected his career now with the Washington Nationals. But there's other players, like a Shane Green or uh, uh, Nick Castellanos that was taken to the Cubs that got the Cubs to to push a little bit. They really didn't make it. But those players show a lot of worth. When you think about the fact that those players that I just mentioned, as well as players like B.J. Upton, players like Ian Kinsler, were all on the Detroit Tigers team at the same time. At the same time, you had Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Rick Porcello, all on that coaching, all on that pitching rotation at the same time, guys. At the same time. And yet they could not punch through. It really has to make you question the the Detroit Tigers organization, the Detroit Tigers franchise, in and of itself, how in the world did you have this kind of talent that was that that 
going back to the 1994 Montreal Expos, you cannot tell me about a team that had that collection of talent and could not win a World Series. And that was the thing about this team that just was that grind the Tiger fans and the Tiger fan base that will haunt them now for years to come. And oh, by the way, on that team, you had your triple crown winner by the name of Miguel Cabrera, who's still out there a shell of himself. But it just kind of drives you absolutely batty to think about the fact that during this team's heyday and during the time that Jim Leland decided to retire, that they wasted four years on Brad Osmus, who, oh, by the way, just got fired after one year with the with the, um, with the the Angels in, in, in place of Joe Madden, who, oh, by the way, won uh, a championship with the Cubs for the first time in 108 years for that franchise. To let you know how teams who try to win that try to make moves. It is just deplorable. I'm, yeah, I know I'm ranting about this one, because, but you brought it up, so it's your fault. But you know what? This is what drives baseball fans, the Joy Tiger baseball fans, absolutely nuts to just realize that this is the kind of talent that you have on one roster that bits and pieces can go to other rosters and make them playoff contenders. The fact that you couldn't do it and you had them all at once is just absolutely unacceptable, inexcusable, and just downright wrong. I tell you, and, and speaking of bad moves by front offices, uh, the, the Houston Astros front office, uh, one of their assistant GMs, created a firestorm uh, uh, right before the series. Do you think do you think that caused a fog? Because if you think about it, I mean, uh, I mean, they're starting two dominant pitchers who just it uh, it uh, who you know have gotten beaten in ways they hadn't got beaten in months. And how do you think? Uh, the, the 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 storm before that series affected them in the first couple of games, or you just think the the Nationals just did what they had to do? No, see, here's the thing: you have to look at the totality of it. So, for example, you start talking about what the Nationals did in Game One. Okay, that was a very well pitched uh, uh, a game. All right, the Nationals failed their pitching staff in that game. Okay, they did not score. They had many scoring positions. They did not come up with the clutch hit. Okay, I don't. I, I at, at this stage of the game, and you know this. Okay, and we're talking about professional athletes. All right, there's always going to be distractions. I don't think that had anything to do with it. Now, game two, you have to look at Jay, you got to look at Justin Verlander. You get to look at Justin Verlander's last three ball games. They have not been good. Okay, Justin Verlander was asked by his manager to close out the first series, um, and, and he failed. He failed miserably. He he, they, they, he he got crushed in that game and he had to go back and win. All right? I think that was against Cleveland. All right? He was asked to close out that series and, and failed on that. All right? Then you look at they asked him again to close out the Yankees, okay, before that game five where Altuve is heroics. They asked him to close out the Yankees to get to the World Series. He failed again. Okay? And then – they asked him to go ahead and even a series against the Nationals at home, and he failed monumentally. You have to look at what's going on with Justin Verlander right now. Is he telegraphing his pitches? Is he overthrowing? And see, this is something that we've seen before with him in the playoffs, that the failure in the playoffs he gets, he starts to waver. He starts, he starts, he starts to uh, become human. In those first few rounds, he's almost invincible, but the further in the playoffs he gets, all of a sudden you start to figure him out. I'm starting to see that pattern again with him. But you don't see that with Zach Greinke. You definitely won't see that with Gary Ward. You won't see that with those guys because, uh, like I said, those games was well-pitched, okay? The 
game that's an apparition or the game that 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 sets out is the Justin Verlander pitch game, and they got to get JV right if they're gonna if they're gonna beat the Nationals. But the thing is, again, they they they've got enough starting staff. But if JV turns into the JV that I've seen, where he just all of a sudden falls apart, I won't say fall apart, but he starts to be figured out later a series going, then that's again is going to be intriguing. But just go back and watch his last three games. And the last two were closeout games, and he failed. He failed, and he really dropped the ball and kicked it out of bounds in Game Two of the World Series. But to answer your question, no, I well, don't think I don't I don't think the firestorm uh, had anything to do with what's going on on the field. I think those guys are focused, ready. Um, they've been here before, and the playoffs is the playoffs. The World Series is the World Series, you know, and it's a series. So, you know, it's it's not like one game and it can throw you off. You can figure it out, get adjusted in baseball and come back and, and get it right. And that's exactly what the that's exactly what um uh the Astros did yesterday on the road in a hostile environment, um, with the series on the line, uh and, and, and they got it done. So I, I, I don't think that's the case at all. All right, you listen to uh the inside the park segment here with uh with Hank. Um, we're talking a little bit of World Series uh, 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 baseball and, and, and just going on right here. Uh, the most uh, pleasant surprise, not really a surprise, uh, was able to probably take his first drink last night, uh, but he has an old spirit, and I would say in a new school body. That, that guy, Juan uh, Soto, is something else. And the stuff he does, the gestures he'll, he'll deliver towards the mound, but the bottom line is that young man knows how to swing a bat. Uh, oh my God! What has been your impression of somebody? Given he's in D.C., uh, urban environment, visible, uh, learning English, uh, just turned 21 yesterday. Uh, what has it been like for you, as someone who loves baseball, to watch this young man uh, compete? It's a joy because, it, first of all, it's always fun to just see raw talent. And see, the thing is about it, and and, and I mean this in the most kindest way when I say this, okay? It is sometimes nice to have youth and to be what I would call blissfully ignorant. Let me explain what I mean, okay? I saw him hit a home run in game one that the pitcher put the ball right where he wanted to put it. Outside, you know, out of his power alley, okay, to try to try to get him to pull an outside pitch and pop it up, Okay? He went with the pitch and hit the ball 400 feet, okay? And, and, and then he got another opportunity. This is in the World Series. And, uh, again, he hit the double, put the Nationals up for, the, for, for good in that game. What I like about him is when I say blissfully ignorant is that sometimes you, you, you're in the game so long, you, you're studying so much, you're thinking so much about the plate that it, it comes right down to, okay, I'm looking for the curveball, but he might throw me the fastball. But if he throw me the fastball, i gotta kind of, I got to kind of fight that one off because it's 99 miles per hour. But if he comes with the change, he's coming from the same arm slot. So i got to be – he don't, that's not the case with this young man. If you put it out there and I see it, I'm going to hit that sucker as far as I can and wherever I can. If it's on the outside part of the plate, his eye is quick enough and he's fast enough to adjust to that and hit the ball where it's pitched. That's what makes it fun because, like you said, he can just straight up rake, okay? There's no guesswork. And the thing is about it is you might fool him, 
the first time. He kind of reminds me of a young Cabrera in that regard. Well, you might fool you, but I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind of what you did to me so that when you try to do it again, I'm going to hurt you with it. That's what you see with this young man. That's what I see with Soto. And, that's, and, and, when, and, and with the power that he has to the opposite field, and I'm talking about power to the opposite field. I'm just, just, just unreal. No doubter. Power. It's, it's kind of fun to watch. You know, that's what that's like. That's what I see with him. He just, and he, I mean, he hit, everything he hits is with authority. So yeah, it, as a baseball fan, it reminds me of the World Series that he has in right, having right now. Remind me of several years ago, and they talked about it a little bit in the broadcast of Andrew Jones when he uh, played with the Atlanta Braves in home runs his first two at bats. Like I said, that blissful ignorance of not knowing how big uh, the moment is and staying within yourself and just doing what you do. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, you. I mean, you hit it right on, and uh, I love it. And we'll keep tracking uh, uh, the the World Series. Uh, you can hear more things with Inside the Park. You go to realsportsguys.com. You can also catch uh, our other stuff, uh, a boxing moment with Darnell as well there, and our other podcast. Uh, this has uh, been a great uh, segment and a great discussion uh, that we are having here, and I'm, I'm having so much fun uh, with the work that we're doing right now here on the show. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.